But if you can look in someone's eyes and actually see the Lord um, or have the better, even better said, Jesus gives you the grace to see him there. Mm. Um, there's something transformative about that. And, you know, and Mother Teresa talks about that, right? That mm. she saw Jesus in the distressing disguise of the poor. And I don't know, I think we can think that's like really cutesy language, like, oh, wow, you know, you know go see Jesus in the poor. But, but she actually did. Welcome to Father's Tin Man and Scarecrow, where two different priests with two different personalities give two perspectives. I'm Father Nathan Hall. And I am Father Ryan Allen Cowboy. And this is where, this is a podcast where, you know, we both have heads and hearts, but I don't, I lean more towards the head. I'm, I, uh, you know, Father Tin Man is all about like, yeah, I got the, the, the thought, the process, but it'd be beautiful to have a friend who led with the heart. And so that's why. Uh, that's we, why you talk to me? That's why I talk to you, because I'm like, what would a heart person think about this? What a, <laughs> Where do I find a guy without a brain? With the, <laughs> I'm your guy. And I, and I love it. All right, so today our theme is going to be seeing Christ in the day-to-day. So, Father Ryan, do you mind explaining, like, why, what is this topic? Like, seeing Christ in the day-to-day. Yeah, seeing Christ in the day-to-day. I mean, we're on the cusp of Christmas, not to timestamp this podcast, mm. but who knows when this will come out, but we're on the cusp of, cusp of Christmas. Try saying that a few times. Nope. Um, and, uh, you know, that's really what we're celebrating, right? This incarnation of our Lord um, and him taking on f- our flesh, being born in a manger, um, entering into all of what it means to be human. And um, and so on account of that, that now in our lives as as believers, as as baptized Christians really being inserted into this whole dynamic of what it, uh, uh, into the whole dynamic of the mystery of, of the Trinity and the mystery of God's love that now, like when we walk around, there's nothing casual or small, right? Like there are, um, that, that God's love, this whole world is just proclaiming Jesus to us. And Jesus really enters into um, our stuff each day, the the fun and the not so fun and the good and the bad and the ugly. And so being able to like have hearts um, that are open to encounter him and eyes of faith to be able to see him um, is a really important part. If what we're proclaiming actually is going to mean anything to us. So. Mm, true that, uh, you know, in order to kick off this one, how about we just start with just a, a little question again, uh, father Ryan does not know what I'm going to ask him, but I love secret questions, secret questions. Um, when's the last time you, you know, seeing Christ is an uplifting thing when we see him in the everyday. So, um, speaking of uplifting, like when's the last time you laughed so hard that you cried? Laughed so hard. I cried. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like I laugh often. Um, which is, which is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I don't cr- um, laugh so hard. I cried. I at least teared up and it's like, or belly laughed and it's like, I can't oh, control this. Man. You know, I, 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 um, okay. This is pretty funny. So the other day, um, I, so I get, um, I have the august privilege of spending, um, time, um, with kids, whether it be at CCD or my daily masses for like kindergarten, first and second graders. And so they say hilarious things all mm-hmm. the time. Um, but the other day I was sitting there actually at CCD and I was helping someone with their homework. And um, this kid looked at me and he said, you look young from far away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you look young from far away. Which, like, in his, like, innocence, he, he didn't understand any of the implications of what that would mean on the other side of the, the table. Right. You look young from far away. And I just lost it. Because I thought it was so funny. And I can think where he sits at mass, he sits in the back with mm-hmm. his family and him sitting in the back. So yeah. I'm like, he sees me from far away. But then he saw me up close. And it's like, much oh. different visual. <laughs> I love that. I mean... That's not Kids so are funny. funny. Kids are funny. Because they're honest. Mm, honesty both hurts and is hilarious. Wait, yes. what about you? When is the last time? So um, I guess I didn't know, like, we never talked about, like, what kind of words we're going to say here on the podcast. But so I have a <laughs> priest. Priest now has moved in. And so we have three priests at my parish now. And he's from Sri Lanka. Ooh. And so he is... Uh, he's awesome. I knew I knew him um, back back in seminary together, and so every now and then he asked me asked me about words. Oh yeah. And um, so one time he asked me about something after he said it in a homily mm-hmm. on Sunday, and um, <clears throat> so he goes, uh, "Father Hall is is sugar daddy bad?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so so at first I'm just like you know I'm very receptive and I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, go ahead." And he said, well, in my homily, I said what my grandma always said. My grandma said that God is not a sugar daddy. And, and so that's when I lost it. And uh, it was joyful. And um, because it was perfect, because it went along with his message that, you know, God doesn't just do every little thing because you earned it or. Um, but, yeah, his grandma had had good words of wisdom. Um, God is not a sugar daddy. God is not a sugar daddy. They did. So he, at first he was like, all concerned. Is it okay that I said this? And, uh, and I was like, you know, in the end, with, a thousand percent, a thousand okay. percent, because especially you said my grandma said, and yes. we all relate to our grandmas who are, they, they just say what they, they say. say what they say. Um, there you go. So thank you very much that's for sharing. Can you please use it more in? <laughs> I think you will from now on. Awesome. That's great. All right. So let's get to um, answering this question, seeing Christ in the, t- in the day-to-day. So I know it's another question to you, but maybe you could unpack. Um, so, Father Ryan, where is the last time you saw Christ in the day-to-day? And why did you really attribute it to, like, this is a God moment. This is, th- here is where he is. So, yeah, where have you seen it? And, and what what about it made you think, like, that wasn't just a normal thing that was, that was actual God, like kind of there. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I think there is a spiritual sense, right. That gets developed over, over time. And the, really the ability to see Jesus in the day today is something that we almost have to train our hearts to do, you know, um, or maybe just uh, maybe better said relearn. <laughs> you know, I think kids oh, yeah. oftentimes can, can recognize this way better than, than we can as adults because we get so much into our head and can, uh, we, you know, we get really smart and learn all these things and mm-hmm. then we can s- explain things away. And, um, and so, you know, I think part of the, you know, when Jesus says become like little children, uh, probably can take it a, a lot of different ways, but mm-hmm. this is at least part of it, right? Mm-hmm. That kids see God, you know, and, and, and I love that. Um, even at, like I said, daily masses for kindergarten, first and second graders. And so the ways that they see the world and the ways that um, they, talk about God and encounter God is really beautiful. And I think I learned a lot from them, but you know, the last time um, that I've seen Christ in the day today, you know, I, I really 
really strive to just see him every day. Right. I mean, it's why I start my day off with my holy hour mm. that it's like, mm-hmm. if I can see Jesus here in the Eucharist, then I'm able to, I see him more throughout the rest of my day. Um, Cause my heart's centered on it and centered on, on this person who I've given my life to and whom, whom I love. And, um, and so I think I'm more apt to see him um, in, in just in the day to day. But um, I think one of the places that I'm beginning to see him more and where the Lord's like kind of softening my heart is just to see him more in, in people. Um, mm-hmm. um, because I don't know about you, but sometimes people can be annoying. <laughs> I can be annoying, right? Like, oh, no, you're great. Yeah, this oh, is you're fine. Coffee, this is so good. Drink another cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, we're all annoying, right? Sometimes people get on our nerves. And, um, and, and I think uh, a lot of times it's hard for us to see Jesus in others because um, of our own poverty, like our mm-hmm. own weakness, our own stuff. And we don't really like poverty in ourselves. And so we don't want to see it in others. And, you know, we've talked mm-hmm. about that before, but um, being able to see him in others. And so, um, you know, in October, I went down to um, Mexico City mm-hmm. and went on um, this pilgrimage and, you know, we went to this orphanage and there was some, one of the rooms had, had kids with pretty, um, pretty intense, um, physical and mental, um, handicaps. And, and so we went and just spent time with them. And the guy leading the trip says, go find Jesus. Like, Whoa. go find Jesus. He just like, let us loose in this place, you know, and, um, go find Jesus. And I remember sitting there with this, um, one kid and he was nonverbal and he couldn't uh, really get out of bed. And he just sat there and just held his hand and, um, just looked in his eyes and, um, was Jesus, you know, mm. um, which is like, again, like obviously it's kind of an extreme moment. It's maybe not the day to day, like, you sure. know, you're kind of out of your routine, but, yeah. but also a moment where we can really just glance over like, Oh, wow. I met this person or, um, but if you can look in someone's eyes and actually see the Lord, um, or have the better, even better said, Jesus gives you the grace to see him there. Mm. Um, there's something transformative about that. And, you know, and mother Teresa talks about that, right. That, mm she saw Jesus in the distressing disguise of the poor. And I don't know, I think we can think that's like really cutesy language, like, Oh, wow. You know, you know go see Jesus in the poor, but, but she actually did. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and when it happens, it's something incredible. And so, you know, uh, maybe it's an extreme example of it, but. Yeah. But let's just, I mean, let's just use that. Um, to make it practical, like honestly, you at at work, you know, um, I remember being in a cube farm, mm. you know, just as, you know, us in our little cubes. Um, but you meet so many people at work and their their poverty is different. You may you may see an angry person or an irritable person or an impatient person. Um, exactly what you said could be applied to them. Like, honestly, like that that poverty is, is such a need. And in what way can you, I mean, not just see Christ, but be Christ and be like, boy, there is a need there. And, and that just draws you to it. Um, yeah. I mean, and you, you're going to see people at work who are struggling, um, going through things and yeah, I mean, any of the people, the strangers we meet like throughout the, oh, like, yeah. like, how often do we get like, someone cuts us off, you know, in traffic or <laughs> someone, um, someone here on the way here was driving so slow, like so slow on a two lane highway. Yes, right. And it's yeah. not icy. It, they just were very slow. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and you know how easy it is to get annoyed or like 
you know, um, how easy we can we can judge other people for the, mm. the ways that they look or act or seem or whatever. But pausing and just like being able to to look into their eyes or just see them as Jesus sees them, mm-hmm. um, not only like helps us to love them like Jesus would, but helps us to actually see Jesus. Yeah, you because know? this is an invitation. Mm-hmm. The 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 poverty, the the angst, the driving twenty under. Because there happens to be a little white on the ground mm-hmm. in their defense. Um, there but the roads are dry. There is um, nothing out there. There is nothing. Yeah, everything is fine. But, but that's where you can see Christ is like that, that, that irritation that you have. is like, oh, he's inviting me. Like he's literally in this moment inviting me. And he's standing right there. He is, he is internal to me saying like, can I be here with you in this moment? And you can see him if you allow it. So. Like, Oh, that's a that is a beautiful example. Yeah, and that invitation, you know, even those those moments of seeming temptation, right, to mm. annoyance or anger or judgment, whatever it may be, um, can really become moments of grace, right? That like that it is that it's that um, that flip side of things. So those and um, yeah, being able to see Jesus Jesus there um, inviting me in, um, you know, can be really powerful and. Um, and I think, you know, even on top of that, like one of the other ways is um, just like being a, being able to be attentive to like what my heart is feeling, mm. right? That like, um, you know, I don't know, as, as priests, like, you know, we get a lot of phone calls from different people or different things. And, 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 and I was trying, I was trying to get back to people. Sorry if I haven't got back to you. Um, Same. <laughs> it's, 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 tis the season. Tis the season <laughs> too. By the way, I've also realized that no one works from like December 15th to January 15th, but, um, so they have more time, but I'm just, no, like, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> but try and get people back to people, right? But every once in a while, like there is someone who calls, um, and it's like, so th- for example, there's another example. Um, Saturday morning, um, uh, we, we don't have daily mass in my parish in the morning. And so um, sometimes I'll, I'll sleep in a little bit and kind of a catch up day at the parish and to get stuff done in the morning before masses and stuff and weddings or whatever. And um, the phone rings at like 630. And I'm like, oh, you kind of wake up, run over, you know, like, oh, who's, you know, is it an emergency? Yeah. Dying, whatever. yeah. And it's this woman um, who needed gas money that she was passing through oh. <laughs> through town. So not a person or whatever. Yep. And, uh, there's that moment, right, where I'm like, well, number one answer, I'm like, well, hello. <laughs> and um, I'm not a great morning person. And uh, but there's that moment where there was something in my heart that was like, like, take care of this woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and my annoyance or my like, just, you know, flusteredness. Yeah. Um, my first reaction was like, I want to hang up the phone, right? But there was something in my heart that was like, take care of this woman. So I went and met her at this gas station, whatever, got her, got her gas and, um, and ended up praying with her and, and everything. And it was just like this really beautiful, um, moment that was like, this, this was God, this was God working, calling him, calling me outside of myself, like yeah. through this woman. And it had just a different flavor than like, and, and so I think we have to really follow those promptings of our heart yeah. when they're, when they're there, like the Lord really does speak to us. Um, and it might, seemingly from the outside be the exact same situation but certain times god really highlights things or prompts things and they have a different flavor and yeah. i really think uh, as believers we just have to be attentive to that yeah no that that's good that that actually kind of transitions into 
where I see Christ in the day to day. So, so I would say um, it's actually like in the advice or in the guidance. Um, you know, as priests, like people are, are looking to you for answers. And then from our perspective, it is like, why, why are you coming to me? Because we know ourselves and I'm just some human in you're the end. No, uh, no, exact one. schmuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, is that one? Okay, that's okay. Yeah. Funny, yeah. Thank sure you. Sure Check. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, so far, yeah, we'll just keep pushing the envelope. And then and then our uh, tens of listeners will <laughs> tell us. Boycott. Like, boycott. <laughs> we hear you people. Um, you have power. Uh, but no, I would say it's the, the guidance. So people come to us as priests and, um, I really can see that if I am, if I am, you know, desiring to just hand my life over to the Lord, to be with him and to let him, like, if I desire like person sitting across from me, I really want you to love Jesus then sometimes in that conversation, there is a, a message, a word, um, something highlighted that I'll say that it's like, well, I couldn't have possibly known this. Um, and then it just resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm sure, like, I'm sure you've had this. We're just like, hey, is does this mean anything to you? And then tears mm-hmm. just like, boom, they're they're just crying. And it's like, that's exactly it. And it's I, I didn't know that. I, you know, I don't have. You know, as priests, you don't get counts. You get was it one year or one semester of counseling? I had like a, a half of a half of a semester. Okay, okay. so you kind of waved. At, <laughs> they waved you out of counselor. Yeah. Um, we know enough. We are trained enough to know what we don't know and when to send them to professionals. So, um, I can really tell the difference between when the Lord is is sending a message and when I am. Um, and that's where I see Christ in the day to day when I can actually say like. That message for them or for me was otherworldly. It was, uh, you couldn't have intuited it. It couldn't, it wasn't learned. It wasn't investigated. It wasn't deducted. Um, that was different. And, and as you said, like, as you kind of relearn, which I love that, you know, as kids, we, I think kids just experience God and they just know it. And then we, as you said, we grow up and we don't. Um, but sometimes these messages get lost in the fact of like, well, that was a very smart thing to say, but it's like, no, this one has a different flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, this last week I met with someone and, um, yeah, we were working something out just at the parish and she was like, okay, she actually paused and was like, we are working on stuff, mm-hmm. you know, parish stuff. And she's like, father, can I pause a moment? I feel like I have a message for you. And I'm like, okay. So I just kind of, oh, yep. So I just kind of. Got all ready, and I was like, "Okay," because I I kind of trusted. I was I felt it too. I was like, "I think this is genuine." Sure enough, she spoke directly because you know I'm a new I'm a new pastor at a new place, and um, the message spoke directly to that. Mm, it's like, it, and um, and I was like, "I see Christ there." It wasn't, it wasn't the you know the person sitting there, and what was so great was she had the humility to be like, this isn't me. This feels very much from the Holy Spirit because she had that uh, ability to kind of discern it. Um, and I, once I received it, I was like, you were right, Holy Spirit. So um, I think that's where I see Christ in the day-to-day is like continually going before him in prayer. You can start to, as you said, flavor. I think that's just the best or experience or... You know what his voice sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just different. It, it, it strikes you. It rings a bell that just resonates with you 
all through your being. And yeah, I would say that sometimes in the advice that either I give or people give or between each other, that's where I really see Christ in the day to day. Yeah. It's really beautiful to be able to like, uh, you know, even in those kind of meetings or those situations to be able to keep your attention on Jesus. Mm. Right. So, like, yes. you know, like I'm being attentive <laughs> to the person in front of me, but my, but my focus is, is on Jesus in them and through them. And, um, and that just, just changes everything, you know, and it can be in those like kind of pastoral situations, yeah. but just in a day-to-day conversation, like if we are att- being attentive to Jesus, mm-hmm. like our, our friendships are going to be different and our conversations at like lunch and at the water cooler and wherever are going to be different. Um, so can, yeah, that, that's a, that's a perfect thing. So, you know, that is our, that is kind of like our message to you, maybe out there seeing Christ in the day to day. Um, it seems like it is more, it's not in as many miracles, uh, you know, the, the blatant miracles, but it really does seem to be experiential. You know, you and your experience, um, in Mexico city, um, my and my experience with meeting people and messages back and forth. Um, at your job, at, you know, at home with your, with your spouse, with your kids, uh, with your friends, um, in the classroom, can you be attentive to be like, where is Christ in this situation? Like, can you actually, before you step into the room, before you are meeting with people or whatever, walking into your building for the day of work, can you just say like, Lord, can you help me see you today in whatever conversation if you ask that question, I think that's one that our Lord would love to answer with some sort of experience. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, honestly, you know, this is, uh, you know, these aren't long, smart podcasts. No one wants long, smart podcasts. No, no, no. It's, it's like homilies. Like, <laughs> just make a smart, short one. <laughs> yeah, smart, short one. But that, that question is, Jesus, where are you? Oh, In perfect. This yeah. is a powerful thing. I, yeah. Jesus, where are you? And like in that, we're always being, it, it's, it's personal, right? We remember prayer is talking to a person. And so mm-hmm. Jesus, where are you in this? Um, Jesus, show me where you are today um, is a powerful thing that frames our lives and really, um, yeah, frames it in a different way. I love it. Perfectly. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. Um, just keep asking that question like, Christ, where are you? Jesus, where are you? Um, right before you go into that meeting, before you walk into the house at the end of the day, b- before you, you see your spouse, your friends, just kind of have that. Jesus, where are you? All right, that's our show for today. And remember, use your head. Use your heart. Because God gave you both. Amen. Amen.